I'm Jackie Ventoris, founder of Messy Bun and All. Here at Messy Bun and All podcast, you will find tips on wellness, motherhood, sisterhood, and how our faith carries us through it all. You will find inspiration, encouragement, and resources to help you on your journey. Life is messy, but together we can do this. Messy bun and all. Hey, welcome back to Messy Bun and All Podcast. I'm Jackie. I'm so glad that you're joining me today. I wanted to share with you a little bit of my heart, un pedacito de mi corazón, right? A little piece of my heart with you today. His name is Wally. He is four and he is my miracle baby, um, the one I prayed for, the one I was struggling to believe God for And um, he just really blessed my husband and I so much, you know. Um, Can I just be honest with you, though? Motherhood is not at all what I expected, like at all. I dreamed of my tummy growing, you know, the cute baby bump. I dreamed of the baby shower. I dreamed of the nursery, setting it all up, decorating it. So cutie. But everything else that came after, like no clue. I had zero idea of how much everything would change. Um, I had no idea of just how hard everything is. I mean, my mom made it look easy or and other moms too, right? I, I wish my mom was still alive. Unfortunately, she passed away um, before Wally was born. But there's like rarely a day goes by that I'm not like, man, I wish, you know, I wish she was here so I could say thank you because <laughs> we do so much for our kids, you know, and they don't know. Like my mom never was complaining to us or anything um, like that, but I had no idea how much she sacrificed, right, to give us the life that we had. So anyways, um, make sure you tell your mamas and and all mother figures in your life how blessed you are, um, how grateful you are for them and how um, without them, you you know, just wouldn't be here. So, <laughs> um, but I wanted to share some things that I've learned about life and God through motherhood. So here's a piece of my heart um, to you, and I hope it encourages you. One of the things I had to learn real quick is that Wally is God's. My husband and I, we would talk a lot when we were praying for Wally and when we were waiting for Wally to come into our lives. Like, honestly, my pregnancy, I lived in fear and anxiety that I would lose him or something would happen. This miracle isn't for me. This blessing isn't for me. It wasn't... um, you know, one that was honestly, if I'm just being transparent, like I wasn't necessarily happy all the time. I had pockets of happiness, um, but it was scary. Um, and my husband would remind me, you know, Jackie, Wally is meant to be. And in God's time and in his way, if this is Wally's time, it's going to happen because God says so, right? Um, I struggled with PCOS for many, many years, and I remember getting diagnosed when I was pretty young. I don't know. I think I was 
20-ish or something. And I was devastated. I always dreamed of um, being a mommy. And um, when I heard that, I was crushed, um, to say the least. I was so, so sad. Um, But I'm so grateful that despite what doctors have said, um, despite the difficulty of everything, that God's time for this miracle came. So this is what I learned. I have to trust God has a plan for Wally and that whatever may come, and I mean whatever, God is still in control and has this child in His hands. No matter how much in control I think I am, I truly am not. Allow in this moment for these words to speak to you too. God has them. God has them. Another thing that I've learned is God will give you grace, right? I understand now why we don't remember things from our infant and toddler years. And maybe you remember things from very, very young, but that whole infant stage, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say they recalled anything. Um, And I feel like a lot of times it's because as parents, we needed the grace to mess up and and try again, you know, like accidentally, and this happens, right? No, No judgment, a baby slipping or mommy needing to cry at the top of her lungs. I mean, so many things happen that we're trying to figure out. Um, Can you imagine how God is just so gracious that He extended grace to us? Um, I know that with Wally, I've also learned um, that I am a lot stronger than I think I I realized I was, right? That I ever gave credit for myself. I mean, um, I have come to understand how capable, how strong, how powerful of a woman I am and how amazing that God not only made um, this body to carry a baby, um, but to also deliver it. And not just that, right? Because that is only the beginning. That's like not the entire picture of being a mom, right? Um, the picture of a mom, I feel, is one who is with their child, who loves a child, who takes care of a child, is present for the child, right? Um, I feel like Wally has shown me um, that I can be stronger, that I can dare to dream. I can dare to do things I never imagined. I mean, after all, he is my greatest miracle, the greatest example of God doing in me and through me and delivering the miracle his way, his time, um, you know, for me, for me. And so um, for you, Mamas who are listening to this, um, who maybe are trying um, to conceive or feel like you've been forgotten, can I just encourage you that God isn't finished? Like He is not finished yet. And God will deliver miracles um, in the most unexpected ways. My prayer for you is that you would keep an open heart and an open mind to how God wants to give you the miracle. So have your hands opened so that they are ready to receive it when God has it. Another important thing that Wally has really shown me is 
enjoying the moment. You know, I used to panic at like not being, I'm not super artsy. Um, I don't, I'm not that kind of a mom. You know, I admire all my friends who like do these amazing arts and crafts with their kids. And I totally wish I had that creativity and talent and gift, but I don't. (laughs) I also don't really play with toys. I mean, I am not the greatest at imagination play. So, you know, I, (laughs) I tend to like be a downer about those kinds of things. But however, um, did you know what is truly valuable? Um, and what I've found to be truly valuable, uh, for me is looking at Wally, like just paying attention to him, staring at him, making eye contact with him and playing what he wants, right? Enjoying the moment of him saying, you know, lately it's been um, tag, right? And we also do duck, duck, goose in our house and we sit in a circle and it's just me and him. And sometimes, you know, daddy, the three of us, sometimes it's just the two of us, but (laughs) we play duck, duck, goose, right? It's his favorite. And I don't have to be good at it. I think that's what I realized is I don't have to like be this perfect um, arts and crafts mom. I don't have to be a perfect um, baker. I don't have to be a perfect anything. Like I just have to enjoy the thing that Wally enjoys doing that makes him happy. And so I've learned from him, right, just how important it is to enjoy the moment, to be present with him in the moment. And by the way, if you haven't heard our podcast on being present, like how to stay present, you really should take a listen to that. But yeah, like I understand how valuable it is for me to enjoy it with him because when he sees me running away from him and we're laughing, I mean, that is all that matters in the world that he wants to play with me, with mommy. And so that's, um, that's beautiful. So enjoying the moment, that's like one thing I've definitely also learned from him. Another thing, which is like, doesn't make sense, but, um, you know, again, if you're a mom, you understand this, <laughs> is your heart is always with them. It's like somebody ripped a piece of your heart and glued it to theirs, right? Um, I remember those early days with Wally. Um, people would say, just sleep when your baby sleeps. Uh, FYI, like little PSA here, don't say that. Like, don't say that <laughs> because it's not true. There's so many other things you can do when the baby sleeps. Shower, eat. Um, get things done around the house, right? Take care of you, get your hair colored. I mean, there's just, oh gosh, the list goes on and on. So not a good thing to say, right? But <laughs> but um, I remember those early days when Wally would sleep. It was so hard for me to just walk away from him, right? I would stare at him and I'm kind of like that freaky anxious person where I would be like, is his chest moving? Is it going up and down? Was that too long of a break in between? You know, like that's just, I worried about him. And it's so funny because I would tell my mother-in-law, well, yeah, when he gets older, it'll be better. And it's so funny because she, like my mother-in-law will still tell me, like she still worries about her kids. I mean, obviously her kids are grown, right? I'm married to one of them. (laughs) So I think that that's just something I um, expected, but didn't expect fully of how, 
like much concern you could have for somebody and that he will always be my baby. You know, he will always, always be my baby. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> motherhood, welcome. It's, it's our eternal gift. <laughs> and then um, another thing was, is uh, listening to them, right? When I talk to Wally, there are times where I will get on a knee and bend down to his level, right? Because I don't want him to feel like I'm towering over him. And I just try to give him eye-to-eye contact and speak to him. Um, But I want him to know that he matters. What he is saying matters. Oh, yeah. And those phones, right? (laughs) Putting away those phones. um, But just taking that one minute, one minute, simply giving them my full attention, it's going to be worth more than I know. A lot of times when kids act up or they throw tantrums, it's because nothing else is working to get our attention, right? We're on our laptops, we're we're on our phones, we're with other people and we're not with them. So one of the things I've learned with Wally, it's really the power of listening to them, like how much... um, how valuable that is to him, for him, and just how much power that truly holds, how much of a difference that can make for him. And then the last thing, um, you know, out of all the many things that I wanted to share, (laughs) but one of the last things is that they are smart, like they are truly smart and they just understand everything. In our household where Greek Spanish and English, right? American. So there's like three different cultures that are all mixed in in our house. And it's so funny because you'll get experts sometimes saying, oh, well, speak to your kid only one language because you don't want to confuse them. And that can be true for some people, I think. Um, But thankfully for Wally, um, I was like, just, I'm just still so amazed at him because he's such a smart kid. He processes things um, in a very amazing way. And while he chooses to speak English now, um, he does understand all three languages, Spanish, Greek, and English. Yeah, Spanish first. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, all three languages. So he is very smart. But I've also understand from him how um, they just absorb everything in their environment. Like I realized how important my example is. Um, it's like when I am not intentionally teaching him, oh man, I, I'm still teaching, you know, <laughs> I may not be intentionally trying to show him, um, you know, how sharing is important, how caring is important, you know, like whatever. I may not be intentionally teaching those things, but he observes me in how I treat daddy or the kitty, which I call his sister, you know, um, how I treat others when we're in public. I mean, he observes all of that. And so how Tony and I love each other is the example of love we are giving him. You know, it's so adorable. I got to share this too. It's so adorable because, um, I wanted to have this huge, like 10 year wedding anniversary party for my husband and I, but you know, we just couldn't afford it this year. And that's okay. Um, When my hubby asked me why it was so important to me, I told him I just wanted to share some new vows with him, you know, Um, like my vows before marriage. Truly, I feel like I was 
making a promise that I just had no idea about. Like, I didn't know what marriage was. You know, I didn't know how much work it takes to be in a marriage. But man, 10 years of being married, like I told him, I just, I just want to renew my vows. Like, I feel like now I can say it and mean it and understand it and appreciate it with, like appreciate it, right? <laughs> so um, having been with Tony now and just lived and walked through every thing. I mean, the vows mean something. So I ended up as uh, an anniversary gift to him, rewriting my vows. And we sat on the couch and I was holding Tony's hand and I started reading him my vows. And of course, you know me, I just, after motherhood, I'm, I cry all the time. <laughs> I cried and I just got super emotional. And uh, Wally just snuggled up between the two of us as, you know, as I started saying these vows, he like slipped in between the both of us, held both of our hands, and he just sat super still. Like usually you can't get Wally to sit still. Usually he's like, excuse me, you know, like it's my turn. Listen to me. And he just sat there listening for the whole time. Yeah, my vows were long. Yep, they were not short. <laughs> but he sat there and he listened. And you know, at the end of that time, do you know what he said? He goes, I love you too, daddy, forever. And he hugged the both of us. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what I reflect and who I reflect matters, right? We are a household where we know if we make a mistake, we say, I'm sorry, and we practice forgiveness. We're a household that loves, we love, we forgive, we move on, you know, a good life and good marriage is not absent of heartache or pain. A good marriage is one that has found grace and forgiveness and love through it all. Who we reflect matters, you know. A lot of times we depend on the church or the school to teach our kids something. And really, you guys, like, it's me. I'm the teacher. You know, my husband is a teacher. Who we are at home matters. And I think a lot of times why we see so many people leaving church or leaving religion, organized religion, right, is because... The God that they learned about did not match the house they grew up in. And so, you know, I'm so sorry if that's been your story, if you've been hurt by that inconsistency, but I just want to close out by saying God loves you. God is a redemptive God. There is nothing he can he can't redeem. There is nothing he can't restore. There is nothing he can't do for you. We just have to open our hands, right? Like Wally trusts completely, right? He trusts us so much. So much so that when Wally is on the couch, he will just jump straight into Tony's hands. No warning. He just does it. And Tony catches him, right? He knows that no matter what, Tony has him. And in the same way, God has you. So whatever you're going through in life, I hope that these things have inspired you, maybe even reminded you of all the wonderful things that motherhood reminds us of. And um, I pray just 
a special blessing of grace and peace and love in your family. Know that you're enough. Know that, yep, things are messy and that's okay. Know that you are perfectly imperfect and beautifully broken. Everything together for a season and a purpose. Know that God does not waste anything and He is never not at work. He is always working for you, and He has you always. Take care. God bless. Hey, thanks so much for giving us a listen here at Messy But and All podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and YouTube. And if you would like to find out more about any upcoming events or how to get involved with Messy Bun and All, you can go to our website at www.messybunandall.com. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.